Welcome to OK-ish, a podcast all about mental health in the modern world. I'm Mary Ellen Dance, a licensed mental health therapist, here to strip away misunderstandings about therapy and share exactly what I do in an honest way. Don't worry, you won't hear inspirational quotes or be told to spend more time doing self-care. I'm here to get to the real stuff using my own experiences as a therapist and as a really messy human being. Come and laugh at yourself with me as you learn not how to become great, but how to become okay-ish. Hey everyone, happy Wednesday. Thanks for joining me on this 26th episode of Okay-ish. I can't believe it's been that many episodes. It's really, really awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I used to prepare for these episodes outside in the summertime in shorts and a tank top. And preparing for this episode, I was sitting with like three blankets on looking at the piles of snow outside. Anyways, (laughs) I digress. It's snowy here. Aside from the snow and cold, though, it is February, which means that along with the snow... It's also Boost Self-Esteem Month. So that's pretty cool. So with it being Boost Self-Esteem Month, I am obviously sharing lots of information on here about how to actually boost self-esteem so that we can confidently say that we're okay-ish. So diving right in, last week, Self-Esteem Part 1, I chatted about kind of what self-esteem is, where it comes from, and kind of a few tips on how to manage self-esteem that you probably haven't heard before. If you want to hear those tips, you should go back and check out the episode. And also make sure you stay tuned for next week's episode. It's also about self-esteem, but I have an awesome special guest coming on. So I'm really, really excited about that. Always a reminder, follow me on Instagram at Mary Ellen Dance. That's where you'll see updates about this podcast. But also I am doing a self-esteem tip a day this whole month. So that's kind of fun. And don't worry, I'm doing those tips along with you. All right, so today I wanted to chat a little bit on the things we are doing wrong when it comes to self-esteem. Now, this may sound a little counterproductive or ridiculous, like to boost self-esteem, shouldn't we be focusing on what we're doing right? (laughs) Well, I don't disagree, but let me just explain what I mean. So there's this podcast. It's called By the Book, where two women read a self-help book then do everything the self-help book says to do for two weeks, then report on the podcast what it was like, what they experienced, the pros and cons, what worked, what didn't. It's really awesome, really interesting. You should totally go check it out. Again, it's called By the Book. Since these women have read many self-help books, they know quite a bit about what works and doesn't work. And they have pointed something very important out about not all, but many self-help books. And the thing they have pointed out is something we are doing terribly wrong when it comes to self-esteem. All right, are you ready for the thing they pointed out? Most self-help books begin by telling you what you're doing wrong. I don't know about you, but that seems kind of counterproductive to me. After realizing this pattern, it's really interesting. So I actually started to notice it in other things that aren't self-help books. Do you guys get Facebook and Instagram ads? I do all the time. And do you ever see the ads that are like, have you tried this, this, and this, and it hasn't worked, and everything you're doing isn't working? And then they say, well, buy my product or buy my method or book or, you know, whatever they're trying to sell. 
Like how often are we getting inundated with this, you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong. So this has helped me to realize that maybe one of the reasons I have this love-hate relationship with self-help that you all know about is because I don't want to be told all the things I'm doing wrong. (laughs) Like I know the things I'm doing wrong. I don't need to be told that by somebody else. That's simply not good for my self-esteem. So with that being said, you may be thinking, but Mary Ellen, what if I'm doing it the wrong way and I know I'm doing it the wrong way and I want to learn how to do it better, right? Well, good question. I'm glad you asked. Here's the thing. You, I am talking to you, are the expert on you. You know you the best. No one else is in your head. No one. So clients ask me all the time what I think or what I would do. Although I love to share my opinion, it doesn't really matter what I would do because I am not you. Therefore, I am not the expert on you. Maybe all these self-help books are wrong. Maybe, you know, the first few chapters where they talk about all the things you've been doing wrong, maybe you haven't been doing things wrong, but rather you've been doing things the only way you know how. Or maybe what you've been doing used to help you, but is no longer serving you. That doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. But these books are starting out and Facebook ads and whatever it may be is starting out kind of bringing your self-esteem down. No, no, no. We do things because we are the experts on ourselves. And like I said, maybe it's the only way you knew how or maybe doing it used to help, but it's no longer helping. That doesn't mean wrong. And I actually hate that I've been using that word so much, that word wrong. It feels so icky to me. So I'm going to stop using that word for the rest of this episode. I'm going to start instead using the word maladaptive coping skills. What I mean by that is coping skills that are not healthy. They're maladaptive. Get it? So for example, people use mood-altering substances, drugs, as a coping skill. It's not healthy. Some might say it's that W word I just said I wasn't going to say again. Why do people start using mood-altering substances? Because it's a coping skill. Maladaptive coping skills are coping skills. Don't get me wrong. I don't think using drugs is a healthy choice. But it's important to recognize when remembering that you are the expert on you to know that whatever coping skills you've gained along the way, you were originally just trying to cope trying to survive, trying to figure out what's best for yourself, what works for you. Again, disclaimer, drugs aren't good. Drugs are bad. (laughs) A lot of people I've worked with who have struggled with addiction have admitted that addiction is a crazy coping skill because it works, right? Like at first it works, you know, if you want to forget or ignore or whatever, it works and then really doesn't work. And we know what happens then, unfortunately. But we as human beings, we do things because in that moment they work. And in that moment and every other moment, we are the expert on ourselves. I work with a lot of people who experience trauma, who suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety disorders, other things that have resulted because of traumatic events. And a common symptom of having trauma is people forgetting parts or all of the traumatic event that took place. And oftentimes people come to therapy being like, I want to remember like these things that I forgot. It's bad that I forgot. I think that is literally the coolest thing ever. 
Seriously. Like your brain says, wow, something horrible happened to you. So I'm going to protect you from that bad thing by making you forget it. Like that is so freaking cool. Are you starting to see why I love the brain? I'm digressing again, but that just shows that often things that are perceived as wrong or bad or not good, things that we're told at the beginning of self-help books that we need to change in order to be better. Oh my gosh, these words are so polarizing and black and white, which I can't stand. The world is full of gray. These things we're told are things that at one point helped us survive, helped us cope. So yeah, maybe we want to change some things because they aren't serving us any longer. But it's super important for our self-esteem to stop telling ourselves all of the things we're doing wrong. To stop letting other people tell us the things we're doing wrong. To recognize that those wrong things may have just been the thing to help us at one point in time. And it's okay if it's no longer helping and we want to try something new. I'm not doing a very good job at not using the word wrong, (laughs) but I hope I'm getting my point across. And related to that point, let's say we've been participating in a lot of unhealthy habits because that's all we know. And you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, 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 I get it. Don't use the word wrong. I'm the expert on me, all that good stuff. But I've been doing all these things, all these maladaptive coping skills, and it sounds really hard to change. And you're right. It is difficult to unlearn things. Like unlearn things we have been taught about ourselves, unlearn maladaptive coping skills, unlearn being told that we're wrong all the time. It is difficult, but difficult does not mean impossible. Positive self-esteem is attainable. It just is. It's just something that we all have within our abilities. The problem is our brains are wired to hold on to negative things. Evolutionarily speaking, our brains do that in order to help us prepare for danger, but we just got to rewire our brains a bit. And let me tell you, telling ourselves all the things we're doing wrong is not going to help at all. I've actually had two points that I want to cover in this episode, and I got a little carried away with the first point because <laughs> I'm so excited and passionate about it. So let me just summarize that first point. One of the things we are doing that is not helping with this whole self-esteem thing is telling ourselves and each other all the things we've been doing wrong. Those wrong things are just maladaptive coping skills, and it's great if we want to change those things, but telling ourselves all the things we've been doing wrong is just making us feel like crap. It's not helping with that whole self-esteem, feeling not like crap thing. So point number two, (laughs) the other thing that is not working... Remember at the beginning of this, I talked about things that aren't working when it comes to self-esteem. The other thing that is not working when it comes to talking about self-esteem is that we're often focusing on superficial things. I don't mean superficial in a bad way. I mean superficial is more surface level things, right? So let me explain. So self-confidence and self-esteem are two very different things. Some of the most confident people people that we aspire to be like, they have great confidence, they can talk to a crowd, whatever it may be, might have really poor self-esteem. And likewise, sometimes people with really great self-esteem do not necessarily come across as self-confident. So often, things on social media, things in self-help books, things that we're taught, things that we tell ourselves and our friends are really geared more towards that self-confidence than that self-esteem. For example, have you ever heard, hold your head up high, 
You deserve the best. Go kick some butt. Show them what you've got. All those are very nice sentiments. They might help someone's self-confidence if they're about to go perform on a stage or play in the Super Bowl or something. But that's not quite getting to the self-esteem. That's a little too superficial or surface level for the self-esteem. I have a client who struggles a lot with self-esteem. and Well, let's be honest, most of us struggle a lot with self-esteem. But this client in particular will come to my, into my office and say things like, I don't know why I'm upset. I know I deserve the best, right? They'll say things like, I know I'm great. I deserve the best. I insert whatever nice Instagram meme you've seen. She says all that. And that's great. This person has great confidence. If you met her, you'd be like, oh, she's super confident. But what about that deeper self-esteem stuff? Things that actually boost self-esteem, that go deeper and get to more of the root of self-esteem? Well, I'm glad you asked. Self-respect. Sounds pretty self-explanatory, but how often do we treat ourselves respectfully? How often do we treat our brains and our bodies well? We disrespect ourselves constantly. Self-respect is going to boost self-esteem. Another thing, integrity. You know that thing that most middle schools say is like one of their uh, core values or whatever, that thing where you do the right thing even when no one's looking? Yeah. Integrity is a big one. Another thing about self-esteem. Not compromising your own truth. How often have you conformed to the crowd, put your own desires on the back burner because you don't want to ruffle any feathers or whatever it may be? How many times have you just nodded and smiled when really inside you're like, uh, no, 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 no. That's really important for self-esteem. And lastly, being faithful to yourself, trusting yourself maybe is a better term. Right? You're the expert on you. So being true to what you know is best for you. Being true to what you you want and need. All those things I just mentioned, I'm telling you, those things are pretty okay-ish. Disclaimer. This podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.